Welcome to Black History Bites by Blam UK. My name is Tafumi, and I am the lead project worker and project manager at Black Learning Achievement and Mental Health UK. This week on Black History Bites, we are discussing the history of Black women sporting long acrylic nails. Did you know that acrylic nails were invented in the 1950s? 1954 was the year in which Fred Slack, a dentist, broke his fingernail at work and decided to use dental products to create a temporary replacement. He later went on to create a company called Patty Nails with his brother, making his invention public and available to the world. Although Fred Slack was a white man and acrylic nails as we know them today are not a black invention, Black women have made them popular and moved them into the mainstream and popularized creative and expressive long acrylic nails and designs since the 1980s. Unfortunately, the shadows of cultural appropriation have aided in the erasure of this historic Black female cultural contribution. The Instabatty culture that has been propagated all over social media which, as well as including not long nails, can be defined by a beat face, heavy layer jewelry, and laid edges, is all heavily rooted in black hood girl aesthetics. People who were carefree in their self-expression before it became a trend. Black women in the hood have been rocking nails and lengthy wigs since before the word Facebook was even in our vocabulary. And to the untrained eye, it would appear as if the baddie look came out of nowhere due to the lack of acknowledgement black women have received for its genesis. Black women are at the epicenter of creativity and innovation when it comes to the nail game, and it was not long before black celebrities took black hood aesthetics into the mainstream. Little Kim's money nails, which were adorned with little pieces of dollar bills to celebrate her contribution to the Junior Mafia single, Get Money, in 1993, is a prime example of that. Bernadette Thompson, the black woman who curated this set for Little Kim, states, Black girls always added things to nails, like they added things to clothes. A manicure is not super expensive. It costs less than a Hermes bag, and you wear it every day. This form of self-expression was adopted by Missy Elliott, who can never be caught without her signature colorful and Swarovski jeweled acrylic nail extensions. In 1988, a woman named Florence Griffith Joyner, popularly known as Flo Jo, broke the record for the fastest woman at the Olympics. She brought her black culture norms with her to the track. She always had her bold, bright, colorful, and well-adorned nails. She had previously been a nail technician before becoming a sprinter, which helped to fund her athletic career. She was paying homage to her nail technician hustle while bringing forth her background and upbringing. News reporters completely othered her because of her aesthetic choices, portraying her as abnormal and deviant. Generally, she was also hypersexualized, a practice frequently imposed on black women far too often, and depicted her as an attention seeker, as if her running skills were not enough to gain the spotlight. This is nothing new and still carries on presently. We recently saw this occur with Shakari Richardson, 
another American sprinter. As long as respectability politics are thrust on black women, alongside the intense scrutiny if we deviate from this, the policing of our appearance will always take priority over our achievements. Not only this, but styles we created the blueprint for are rarely recognized as ours. Janet Jackson brought forward an already popular style from the hood, the trend of pierced nails, when she wore a ring in each acrylic nail on the set of her video, What's It Gonna Be, in the 80s. However, Kim Kardashian made headlines a few years ago for sporting pierced nails, and the article insinuated it was innovative by claiming that she had taken the nail game to the next level. Racism, misogynoir, and classism all contribute to the idea that standout styles of nails are ghetto on black women, yet edgy and game-changing when white women wear them. Cultural appropriation is the adoption of customs, practices, or ideas of one group of society from another. This adoption is usually practiced by dominant members of society, and it is always done without acknowledgement or understanding of how these customs, practices, or ideas originated. We see it time after time with styles such as laying edges, DD rows, and box braids being snatched from black culture and thrust into the mainstream, leaving those who not only created those styles, but were criticized for them in the dust. A definitive and honest conversation about how deeply embedded white supremacy is into the beauty industry needs to be had if any changes are to be made and for black women to be given the flowers they deserve that are well overdue. Thank you for listening to Black History Bites. This episode was developed, written, and researched by the Blam UK Granite Project team. Visit www.blamuk.org to learn more about our organization and the work we do. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter via our handle at blamcharity. Until next time.